Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Roadmap from Auto Finance News since 1996, the nation's leading newsletter on automotive lending and leasing. It's Monday, no, December 20th, and I'm Joey Pizzolatto, joined by Whitney McDonald. This is our weekly wrap on what happened in auto finance for the week ending December 17th and our final episode of the year. As always, I want to thank Auto Finance News advertisers, Agora Data, CCC Intelligent Solutions, Cedar CX, Defy Solutions, Verisk, and Westlake Financial for their continued support. Late last week, the Federal Open Market Committee signaled that it would increase its rate of economic tapering and is in favor of raising interest rates three times in 2022. The latest projection shows three more increases in 2023 and 2024, which would bring the federal funds rate to 2.1% by the end of 2024. Also last week, Toyota Motors announced that it plans to invest $35.2 billion to its EV segment with a target set to sell 3.5 million electric vehicles by the end of the decade. This push towards EVs is in line with recent implementations of stricter emission regulations, EV purchase incentives, and the improvement of charging stations in high-income countries. Speaking of electric vehicles, Rivian Automotive shares fell 15% to 92.62% on Friday, the lowest level since they started trading in November. The stock tumbled further as of 3.15 p.m. Eastern on Monday to $90.26 a share, a 7.6% decrease from market open. The electric truck manufacturer reported a, quote, slower than expected increase in production, end quote, in its first earnings report that noted they expect to be a few hundred vehicles short of their 1200 mark. Moving over to the staffing side, Andrew Stewart returned to the helm of TD Auto Finance after leaving the bank in November, 2020. I had the pleasure of speaking with Andrew um, just earlier uh, last week. Um, so be on the lookout for a story on what TD Auto Finance plans on for the 2022 year after the new year. Also last week, there was some movement in the funding space. First, online used car marketplace Shift Technologies secured a $100 million floor plan facility from Ally Financial, effectively ending the company's search for a new wholesale lender after its former floor plan line with U.S. Bank expired in October. The new line with Ally is double what U.S. Bank offered, according to Shift Chief Executive Oded Shine. A floor plan line of credit was key to Shift continues grow continued growth, Shine said on the company's third quarter earnings call, the lack of which posed a headwind for the company as it looked to close out the end of the year. Shift expects sales to triple in 2021 when compared with 2020. In the third quarter, e-commerce sales increased 120% to 6,400 units and some change, according to the uh, company's earning re earnings report. As the year comes to a close, we also took a look at ABS volumes to see how it stacked up against previous years. Um, volumes released reached their highest level since the 2007-2008 credit crisis, landing at $128.4 billion as of December 3rd, according to data from J.P. Morgan Securities. Increased volume fueled, was fueled by uh, low cost of funds, elevated used vehicle values, and increased investor demand as, as, continue, as auto continues to be a well-performing asset class amid economic uncertainty. There's another metric that was driving ABS volume that I didn't quite delve into in, in my article, and that's uh, credit card spending and sub subsequently credit card issuances. 
uh, last year or at the beginning of, of 2021, I guess, investors flocked to the auto ABS market because they're due to a decline in credit card issuances, uh, which are another short duration bond with attractive returns. Um, credit card issuances were largely on, on the decline in the first half of the year due to muted consumer spending habits as they paid down uh, outstanding debt with excess capital provided by tax reimbursements and those three rounds of government stimulus that we saw. Um, credit card issuances were nearly half of what they were pre-pandemic in the first half of 2021, um, but consumers in the third quarter of this year have are starting to increase uh, their credit card balances again. It's still below pre-pandemic levels, but we'll need to keep an eye on that to see um, what sort of issuances come issuances in the in the ABS market come out, uh, and whether or not that will continue to um, pad auto ABS in the the new year. Moving on, we had several power sports stories last week from partnerships to industry trends. Um, Whitney, why don't you talk for a little bit? <laughs> yes, it was quite a busy for the power sports segment. Uh, after more than five years in the making, Octane entered a multi-year partnership with Polaris. Um, the lender is going to be offering full spectrum financing on all Polaris products. So that's an exciting partnership for both of them. Um, a more specific power sports segment, which has been top of mind with the winter months among us, is the snowmobile market. So the January Magazine will kind of have a deeper dive into the snowmobile industry with a look into lending trends and inventory crunches. But kind of as a bit of a teaser, we did a look into the snowmobile market last week, um, into their sales and incentives. Similar to what we've been seeing in the automotive industry is demand for snowmobiles is high and inventory is low. So a common theme that we continue to see across the board. Um, the difference is, Instead of a chip shortage, um, the shortage is of electric components, which is kind of impacting that building process. So because of this crunch market, OEMs are not offering their usual 0% or 1.5% financing, and these machines are selling at MSRP. So even dealers who are usually slashing prices um, are selling sleds, as they call it, at MSRP strictly because the demand is there. So it's that same theme of supply and demand. So um, the, the need for anything special right now is just is not necessary to move inventory. So I urge you to watch early next month as we kind of take a deeper look into the snowmobile space um, and the world of snowmobiles um, with snowmobile dealers, lenders, and other industry experts um, for, that, for that January feature. So it's been fun to look into the world of snowmobiles. I've been able to talk to some really interesting people. Uh, we haven't had much snow here where I'm located in Southeast Michigan, but maybe after the new year, we'll see some snow for all the diehard snowmobilers out there. But we'll watch for, for the snowmobile industry. We'll watch the market and we'll watch for falling snow too. <laughs> right, right. I, I'll say reading, reading your coverage of, of snowmobiles uh, makes me want to buy one. But, I know. Um, I don't think that that would go over very well in, in New York City. It yeah, might be even a park. <laughs> yes, I think that you would get some uh, heads turned. Right, right, right. Well, we, we also don't have any snow yet, so we would need some snow for me to ride that around. 
Well, that about closes this episode of the roadmap as we approach uh, the coming holiday. Uh, from everybody at the Auto Finance News editorial team, please have a happy and healthy holiday. We are off next week, uh, but we will have um, coverage for you, uh, uh, year in review coverage. Um, we will also have some some news coverage this week um, from some, some lenders in the space, as well as um, I also would like to encourage everyone to go and check out the Auto Finance Excellence fourth quarter webinar on technology. Um, and if you haven't already, uh, check out our December magazine feature, which featured Marion Harris as the 2021 Auto Finance Executive of the Year. Um, thanks so much for joining us. Um, please uh, rate us on whichever platform you used to listen to the program and follow us on Twitter and LinkedIn. We will see you online at autofinancenews.net and here next time.